which rookie running back could see his value rise the most in the second half of the season. All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Today's episode of Locked On Dynasty is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code Locked On. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always, I am joined by my lovely friend, Marcus Mosier. You can follow him over on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. As always, please hit that subscribe wherever you're listening. Make sure you're following the show. Check us out on YouTube where we're posting new videos every day to help you build the ultimate dynasty roster. Marcus, welcome into week 12. Or week eleven. Oh my goodness! Week 11. What, I, what a time warp. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna th- do some running back talk uh, in just a second. But Kate, happy birthday! Just want to let everybody Thank know that you. it's Kate's birthday today. So make sure you go wish her a happy birthday. Uh, Kate, today we're going to be talking about six rookie running backs who are starting to play a little bit more uh, than they were early in the year, and whether you should be buying, selling, or holding on. Uh, let's get to the first one. So. We're going to just ignore the top three running backs because I feel like those are pretty much set, right? Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, Damian Pierce. The order might change a little bit, but those are clearly the top three rookie running backs, right? Those are clearly the top three. Um, I Like Kenneth Walker, I think, um, has has taken the the lead there just a little just bit healthy, considering right? – just because of that health. But I think yeah. that, I mean, we're looking at all three of these guys as – uh, you know, immediate, immediate studs in your lineup and, and RB ones moving forward. Um, my uh, favorite the next of course one. is, is Damian Pierce. Yeah. And Damian Pierce, right. We, we love Damian Pierce. We've it's been the Damian, Damian Pierce, Pierce show. Yeah. We love Damian Pierce. Uh, all right. First running back that we need to talk about Rashad white. He's currently on dynasty league football ranked as the fourth rookie running back starting to play a little bit more in Tampa Bay right now. Uh, how do you see his value kind of going forward this season? So I'm I'm actually in a position uh, from a dynasty perspective where I'm kind of looking to move on from Rashad White and selling high. And I love Rashad White. Uh, I bought a lot of shares of Rashad White ahead of this season. But, but Marcus, I do think that uh, – I have concerns overall about the way that this offense has started to trend when Tom Brady's not looking his best. Cause I think Tom Brady not looking his best is probably indicative of like, what does this team look like post Brady in that post Brady rebuild? And it doesn't look all that great. Like it, it doesn't look all as explosive. They've got a lot of money invested in the wide receiver position I'm I, I, as much as I love Rashad White. Um, for instance, I, I saw on Twitter there was a trade: uh, Rashad White for Najee Harris, straight up. Oh, come on! That 
give me Najee Harris there because I mean, and I don't even love Najee, and, right? Like I don't. No, even like you don't Najee even love Najee, but like we know that the Steelers are the most forgiving of organizations. Like nice they're going to give it. Najee uh, some some plenty of run. Like yeah. they're they're not actually benching Najee Harris. It doesn't really matter how bad he looks. He's still probably going to touch the ball twenty times. Um, like I don't, I don't feel that kind of safety with Rashad White. So if I'm in a league where I can actually buff a, a for Rashad White straight up, give me Najee Harris there, and capitalize on that sort of what if with Rashad White, who I still absolutely love. And let's also remember that the Buccaneers gave Leonard Fournette a pretty sizable contract extension this offseason. Like, there's just no way that they're going to move on from him this year or next year. Like, I don't know if they can contractually. Um, so he's going to be a part of the conversation. And while his role might shrink, I still see this as a crowded backfield at best, right? Like it's it's going to be 50-50. Maybe White eventually gets more of a 65-35 split, but he's he's just not going to be a workhorse back, at least in my opinion. Yeah, it, it, looking into 2023, you mentioned Leonard Fournette's contract. He's still got $5 million of dead cap just a uh, $8.5 million cap hit. So this, this team wouldn't really save all that much money no, they'll from hold moving on. on. They'll they'll hold on to him. Um, and you know what? I do think that if they want to hold on to him, they're going to have to appease him at some point. He's been unhappy with his workload. I think we're probably going to get closer to that yep. 50-50 split once these two can kind of like uh, put down their guard and, and move on. But I mean – Right now, uh, in November's batch of Dynasty ADP, Rashad White uh, drafted as the RB twenty six. So, like that feels that feels high. It like it feels appropriate based on upside. But uh, let's look like at that. some names around him. Let's uh, let's talk about some other names. So, uh, how about other fellow rookie Brian Robinson? Yeah, can we actually just talk about him because he's the next running back? I, I, <laughs> seriously, no, I, we. I, I, Go ahead. We've got to we've got to figure out this backfield Robinson, first and how we're Robinson. about. Okay, uh, how about Khalil Herbert? Herbert, David Montgomery, Montgomery. Whew. And I don't right. even like David um, Montgomery. You know this. J.K. Dobbins. Dobbins. Um, how about Antonio Gibson? Gibson. A.J. Dillon. Dillon. Uh, Michael Carter. I think Carter is the tipping point for me. I think that's probably where I'm good. Uh, Michael Carter's most recent ADP, RB32. Mm. So that's low. Mm. That's pretty low. Uh, that's low. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about a different running back, Brian Robinson. But before we do that, we want to tell you about Blue Nile. Okay, we are officially in engagement season. I guess it's going to be popping up over your Facebook uh, for the next two months. It's going to be annoying. Uh, but if you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find Julia as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile will then handcraft a perfect engagement ring, and each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle with BlueNile.com. And Locked on Dynasty listeners can get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. 
Use promo code LOCKDOWN. That is promo code LOCKDOWN. Plus, every order is insured. It ships free and it arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. Kate, we also wanted to tell you about a, a new sponsor, Tommy John's. Getting stuck in Black Friday crowds is super uncomfortable. Shopping Tommy John's Black Friday sale from your couch, super duper comfortable. Shop Tommy John's Black Friday sale right now and give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list, including yourself, with brand new Tommy John underwear, loungewear, and pajamas. With over 18 million pairs sold, Tommy John has become a holiday tradition. 97% of women and men love getting a gift from Tommy John. I mean, if you haven't tried Tommy John before, it's absolutely fantastic. I'm actually, no lie, I'm actually in my Tommy John's uh, loungewear right now because we're kind of having a snow day out here where I live. Absolutely fantastic. Shop Tommy John's Black Friday sale going on right now and get 30% off. Yes, 30% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash LockedOn. Again, 30% off everything now at TommyJohn.com slash LockedOn. One more time, TommyJohn.com slash Locked on. See site for details. Okay, Ryan Robinson. This one I'm so excited to talk about. Uh, he is currently being ranked as RB five, and I think that's too low. Who? Um, that is that is bold, Marcus. Uh, well, so sorry. I'm going to let you RB5, make. I'm gonna, I well, I know, but um, I I think that's a a bold take for running back that we have yet to see exceed 3.65 yards per attempt in the season. I know he's the, he's got a great story, Marcus. I know he is uh, like an exciting person to root for, but over six games, just four total targets, seven total Mm -hmm. receiving yards. I'm Mm going to need you to explain this one because I'm, not on this Brian Robinson train, not based on the usage that we've seen so far and not based on the, like, I'm not, I'm not as much, uh, you know, judging this inefficiency, but this is an extremely volatile offense to put trust sure. in a running back. You're not wrong. And the receiving stuff is concerning, right? Like if you're in a full PPR league, I think you have to knock him down a lot. Like he's just not going to get those targets and those receptions. However, I think you need to put the whole story of Brian Robinson together to get the idea of why his value is continuing to go up. As a rookie, he won this job outright. Like he was going to be the starting running back. The the incident took place where incidents the wrong word to say, but he was shot right right before the season took place. Managed to get back on the field by week five, and Kate since week six, he is averaging almost seventeen carries a game. There's just not a lot of running backs in Dynasty right now or in the NFL that are averaging 17 carries per game. And last week, Kate, against the Eagles, 26 carries. Like Antonio Gibson's going to have a role in this offense. We know that. J.D. McKissick will you know, do some stuff whenever he's healthy. It just feels like this is the guy that the commanders want to lean on. And I would have to assume the healthier that he gets – and the more that he plays, the efficiency is going to go up. And truthfully, he doesn't even need to be all that efficient if he's getting that volume and he's getting the goal line work. I mean, I, I definitely I, I definitely see the upside. I love the touch total. In fact, uh, in week 11 uh, on, on our Ball Blast podcast, uh, you know, 
that we do our starts of the week. Guess who was my start of the week? It was Brian Robinson. I'm very excited for Brian Robinson and what he's doing. And mostly I'm excited for the volume um, because it's just absolutely wild. Third most carries among any running back in the NFL last week. Um, You know, this, the issue for me, again, it it really comes down to that concern of uh, the, the work as a receiver. It took this team, uh, you know, what, three seasons to figure out how to utilize a converted wide receiver as a receiver. <laughs> I'm not, I, I don't trust this team as far as I can throw them. And you've got a that, pretty good arm though. I've seen you. <laughs> that, that doesn't help. Like it, um, I'm not, not, not by, I'm not, not, not buying. That's a lot of Brian negatives Robinson. in there. <laughs> it's a not, it's a lot of, I can't even track which negatives canceled each other out, but I am, I, I I just don't think that um, there's any circumstance that gives me enough push to go all in on Brian Robinson. And that's just me. Okay. That's fine. Uh, I'm a little bit more bold. I would, I would start trading for him right now. I, I think he's a good guy to some, go out and get some recent trades. Uh, you tell me which side you'd prefer Terrace Marshall and a third and a fourth for Brian Robinson. Easily. Brian Robinson, easily. Easily. I am also easily taking Brian Robinson. This one's a little trickier. Brian Robinson and Rashad Bateman for Chris Godwin. I'll take the Robinson and Bateman side. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, you, like, that's one of those trades. Clearly, one of these teams is in a, a rebuild, now, and the other yeah. is in a, a win-now window. And I still think, regardless, I probably want Chris Godwin, but – that one's a, a little bit closer, but I, again, you are basing this purely off of kind Volume. of upside and, and potential for one of these guys to yep. hit, not necessarily based on what we've seen from them so far in the field. All right, let's, uh, let's move on to our next running back. James Cook being ranked as RB five uh, right now on dynasty league football, starting to get a little bit more work in Buffalo over the last couple of weeks, five carries, four carries, five carries. Um, do you think he could break out here in the second half of the season? No. Um, and it's interesting, Marcus, that you actually brought this name up next because uh, recent trade on Dynasty League Football, James Cook for Brian Robinson straight up. Uh, I'm oh, assuming you'd give, roll Brian yeah, Robinson. Give me Brian Robinson all day. <laughs> I, I actually agree with that one. So, Marcus, the, there are so many concerns with James Cook. I really like James Cook, and if he was on – maybe any other offense, I I could get invested. This team is clearly invested in Devin Singletary as his as its RB1. Um, but they were very active in the search for, you know, the prototypical receiving scat back. Like, they were in on J.D. McKissick. They traded for Naeem Hines. Like, these are all, all players, like, uh, that they're – looking to get involved and we know that James Cook is a capable receiver. So the fact that the the team has been this aggressive and shopping around for a running back that maybe more more fits that bill in a stereotypical sense um I I don't love that for James Cook. This team is built around Josh Allen, it's built around the pass and the run game is has largely been an accessory and I don't want a, a crowded accessory room. 
Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen this year, but I wouldn't be surprised like next year if that's when the the Bills start to use them at least a little bit more. But I, I think you're right. I, I just don't see a breakout coming this year. Now, I will say there's a couple other running backs that are being ranked and drafted behind James Cook that I am really excited about. But before we get to them, I want to tell you about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for bet, sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every single professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They have it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, and listen, we know that you do because you're listening to Lockdown Dynasty right now, you can find those at BetOnline as well. It is always the fastest and the easiest way to get in your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Kate, let's kind of quickly run through these final three running backs. Uh, up first is Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, obviously, it seems like the, the Chiefs like him quite a bit. He had 16 carries last week. I think the thing for me is he fumbled, and they still put him back in there and gave him a lot of work. Uh, last week, he saw 56% of the offensive snaps. I'm buying Marcus, I'm going to surprise you here. I'm also buying Isaiah yeah. Pacheco. I think that that you know I'm not not buying Clyde Edwards-Helaire. By the way, I, I think there's plenty of of uh, room for Clyde Edwards-Helaire to maybe get a start with a new organization, and that's why I'm buying into him. But in terms of buying into a running back at at the hands of a Patrick Mahomes led offense. Like there are always going to be points on the board to be scored in Kansas city. And they clearly like Isaiah Pacheco a lot. Um, Any concern regarding his uh, overall draft capital, because we've seen in the past, it's not, it's not always helpful when we have these late round assets because the teams aren't, as invested uh, in in keeping that conversation going with them, you know, during times of struggle. So does that concern you at all? No, no. I mean, I know generally you are correct, but not in this one, right? They, they have a first run running back in year three and they're just deciding not to use him. Like it's so clear that they just don't want to play him and they like Pacheco. And we know that Andy Reid, like his history has been, He's just going to play the better player, whether that's in Philadelphia when, you know, he was playing undrafted free agents um, all over the place. Brian Westbrook was, I believe, a late round pick or an undrafted free agent. He's just going to play the guy that he thinks makes the offense better. So I, I, I don't worry about it, especially now that we're midway through the season and Pacheco's getting more work. Not worried about it at all. Uh, next two running backs. Um, how about your guy, Jalen Warren? Last week against the Saints, nine carries for 37 yards. Also caught three passes for 40 yards. He's been pretty involved as a receiver, uh, even as a backup. He has eight catches in the last three games, averaging 5.5 yards a carry uh, since week seven. Kate, is this like one of the sneakiest buys out there right now? I think that I'm I'm conflicted on Jalen Warren, and it's not just because I'm the biggest Najee Harris fan, Marcus. I am conflicted on Jalen Warren because we know that there is a propensity for 
this team to go back to the same well over and over and over again, even mm-hmm. if they know it's dry. Um, that is what worries me about this organization. Should Jalen Warren get more touches? Absolutely. Will they give them to him? Probably not. But if he, if something happens to Najee Harris, if he goes down with injury, Jalen Warren becomes a, a weekly RB2 with RB1 upside. So, yes, I'm all in on buying. But in terms of standalone value, I don't know when we're going to see that tide turn uh, and, and how consistently we'll see that even even split for the workload. Yeah, it does sound like, though, the Steelers are more open to it. Mike Tomlin was talking about it this week at his press conference. Najee Harris was even talking about how it's maybe better for the offense to take some of the work away from him. Now Najee's dealing with a hip injury. I just think this is one to watch. I would not be surprised at all if we get to the end of the season and it's a 55-45 split. And Jalen Warren's the guy that's making a bunch of explosive plays and making plays in the passing game. Okay, we've already seen. Warren is the guy that Pittsburgh trusts in pass protection, like on third and longs. It's not Najee. It's Jalen Warren coming into the game. That is a great sign for his long-term outlook. I am buying. Last one, Kyron Williams for the Los Angeles Rams. He made his first uh, appearance uh, this week on offense, at least, uh, against the Cardinals. Three receptions for 30 yards, had one carry for nine yards. This Rams offense is a dumpster fire. But maybe Williams could eventually take a hold of that backfield by the end of the season. I mean, the beautiful thing, I mean, this this team, they're they're spending lots of money, right? Like they need to keep spending money uh, to fill the holes in their offense because they don't have a ton of draft capital. Right. Um, they like this is kind of the perfect um you know, avenue. I'm I'm totally in on buying Kyron Williams, uh, Daryl Will or Daryl Henderson going to be a free agent in 2022, uh, sorry, 2023. I think that this is a guy with nice pathway to production, like pretty pretty quickly. I agree. I think he doesn't cost you really anything to buy right now. In fact, there's a good chance he's even on your waiver wires. I looked at one dynasty league this morning, and he was sitting there because he didn't play in the first eight, nine weeks of the season, and the, the owner just got p- impatient. So check your check your waiver wires and just kind of hold on to them because I do think there's a chance, you know, Darrell Henderson's contract is up at the end of the year. The Cam Akers situation seems pretty volatile, right? I think that's a, a fair way to put it. They released Malcolm Brown this week. Like, that running back just room is a disaster right now. So could Kyron Williams eventually take a hold of that backfield and become a low-end RB2. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities at all. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, obviously you've got to be wary of the dumpster fire that this team is in. But, I mean, the opportunity is is significant and, and the cost is so low. Go trade yep. for Kyron Williams. Yeah, go trade for Kyron Williams. That's that's the biggest takeaway. Him and Brian Robinson from the show. Uh, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, please listen to the show on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. 
Uh, go wish Kate a happy birthday at FF Ball Blast. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. Kate, you and I will be back tomorrow to recap the Titans Packers game on Thursday night football and to do some promotion commotion. We've been having some uh, some nice hits over the last couple of weeks and try to do it again. Enjoy your Thursday, everybody. We'll see you guys next time.